Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, our Supercoach Round 7 Draft uh, review, and I'll tell you what, frustrating as fuck week for our draft team. Uh, we did say in the lead-up to this one against Greg, we were a little bit worried about the matchups, um, and the matchups we were worried about proved uh, to be very fucking concerning, but in uh, weird ways. The things we are most worried about, Alex Johnson and Cody Walker, uh, they combined for about 156 or something there. So two good performances from those two. Scored the vast majority of those points uh, when they had 12 on the field, which was unbelievable. So uh, considering where they were at at halftime, it's an absolute miracle they only scored that much. So that was a little W. Unfortunately, though, he he had his VC on Cody Walker. Now, dare I say, if Cody Walker would have probably got 85, he probably would have taken Cody Walker's uh, VC score, which would have made this game very interesting. I think Cody Walker 77 was just under uh, what you take a VC for in draft. So he ended up captaining, captaining Isaiah Papali'i, and I was sitting there at halftime going, this is great. I am absolutely flying. He's on about 31 points. He's going to score, let's say, 75 uh, as a captain. And then Papali'i just went... Bang! He scored two tries in the second half. Absolutely fisted me for a captain score of 246. So uh, my relatively good score of 75-odd that I was expecting from Papa Lee, he got blown out of the water. And then it sort of put the pressure on me. And I'll go through all of my players from the weekend, but the one that decided it, I had to make a decision. Am I going to captain Isaac Tango uh, against the the Canberra Raiders or am I going to captain Ryan Pappenhausen? Now, Pappy, of course, it's an easy one in hindsight, but uh, Tago, I just sort of thought, you know what? I think I can win this game with Tago as my captain. I'm worried that Pappy is going to get ruled out. He's carried that ankle all week. Uh, Unfortunately, I went Tago, who scored 31. So I got a grand total of 62 points 
from my captain. And, of course, Pappy came out last night, and I'm recording this pre-update, so God knows what he'll go up to or what he could go down to. But 153 points, and I've managed to lose this game by 70 points. So, uh, you know, if I would have taken Pappy, you're probably looking at, like, an 80-point victory there. But you make those decisions. If it wasn't for the Pappy injury, I wouldn't have gone down that avenue. Um, yeah, very disappointing all round in saying that if Tago would have scored, you know, one more try, which I can't believe he didn't score uh, in this game, considering how much, how many times I went down that left edge, etc., and how good the Panthers were. Could have been a different story, but a mistake on my end. Probably should have gambled on Pappy being there, but if he would have got ruled out, I would have been fucked. I would have been left to go Ewan Aitken as my captain, uh, who scored more than Tago anyway, so it wouldn't have been shocking, but yeah, in hindsight, very, very disappointing one there, especially with a score of 150 uh, if I would have captained Pappy, which, you know, if his game was at any other point during the weekend, I would have. Even if it was just a Roosters-Dragons time slot, I would have known by then that he was in the final 19 and I would have played him there. But uh, this shit happens. I've had a lot of things go my way so far this year in Supercoach, so you got to wear it when these little things uh, go against you. But it did cost me a loss. Uh, so that one really hurts. I'll go through my players from the weekend. Olukawatu scored 79, scored a meaty there. So very happy with how he's traveling. Uh, Britton Nakora, 45. Solid uh, without being fantastic. Probably want a little bit more out of Britton Nakora, to be perfectly honest with you. Maxi King, 47. Very happy with him doing that in the front row. If he can get me 45 every week, considering I... Didn't draft a front row forward till the very end. Happy to run with that. Jeremy Marshall King, 40 points. Uh, probably on the low end of what Marshall King can do, but didn't have any attacking stats or anything. So if that's the base I'm getting out of Marshall King, happy with that. Tony Staggs uh, didn't really have any big plays in this game. The Brisbane Broncos went down that edge a lot, but Selwyn Cobbo uh, scored the vast majority of those points. So Stag to be on 37. Uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, I want more. Don't get me wrong. I want attacking stats, but if 37 is him without any real opportunities, which he really didn't the other night, um, I can wear that. You throw one more try in there and you're looking at a 65-70 point game from Stags, and the ball is going down there. It's just a matter of him getting it uh, over Selwyn. The big win of the weekend, Scotty Drinkwater. 102 points, and I'm hoping that he has locked himself into that fullback jersey for the Cowboys. Surely he has. Uh, if he has, that is a huge win for me as far as this season goes. As much as I lost this weekend, it's very disappointing. If Drinkwater did enough on the weekend to lock himself into the fullback jersey, I kind of feel like I've won this week, to be honest with you, because that would just solve so many issues in my team. It's not even funny, and I'll explain why soon. Well, here's the first part of it. Lachlan Elias, 46, with a tri-assist, line-break assist, so... Ilias, I thought he'd be a 45 to 55 point guy most weeks. It's probably looking like he won't be. I probably was a little bit overs there. So Ilias is in a good team that's going to score points. Um, I could do much worse than to have him in my side. I think I will have to hold him for the rest of the season. Uh, but I'm glad that I've got a drink quarter who has got a high ceiling there because Ilias seemingly doesn't. Tago, 31. Let's not talk about that. Matty Tomoko, 15. Very disappointing from Tomoko for the Canberra Raiders. Might have got a little bit overhyped on Tomoko to start the season. Last few weeks have been disappointing, but they've come up against some good opposition. Hoping for a bounce back there soon. Uh, Tupanua had a really good game for the Sydney Roosters. Scored a try on whatnot. 85 points there. Uh, yeah, would have been really confident heading into the last game of the week with the Melbourne Storm after Tupanua scored well, um, if I hadn't Captain Tago. Blake Laurie picked him up off the waiver wire just to be a front row forward because I didn't have one. Um, and I thought I was a really good shot at winning this game until the 
captain's gate hit. So he got 37. Disappointing, to be perfectly fucking honest with you. We'll see if he updates, but I don't think he will. Pappy, 153. Fuck me. You and Aiken, 48 uh, points there. So Aiken, reasonably happy with that, considering the Melbourne Storm spent the vast majority of the second half kicking goals. And he, I think he was on 30 at half time uh, when it was a close game. He was doing a heap of work. So it's not very often they're going to get beaten 70 to 10, and he's going to spend the vast majority of his time standing behind the goalpost. So uh, can wear that with Aiken. Uh, that one's a bit of a. Uh, a game-wise uh, sort of decision there. Cooler, he managed to get on in the second half. I think that he has also locked down that right center spot, which I said he would a few weeks ago. So to have Cooler and to have Olakawatu, which will both be on that right edge for the Manly Seagulls, that is a huge win for me. Uh, that's massive. Every time the ball goes down that edge will be super exciting for me. Still holding Jordan Piera. I don't know if he's getting into this team anytime soon, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, so we might look to move him on and have a look elsewhere. Brad Schneider, I uh, wouldn't be surprised if he gets dropped in the next week or two. I wouldn't be surprised if they go for a Frawley. I wouldn't be surprised if they go for a Sam Williams. Uh, I just don't think it's working out. I just don't think he's getting the absolute best out of Jackie White. And unfortunately, I was very high on Brad Schneider and hopefully he can prove me wrong. He's got a couple more weeks to do so. Uh, but yeah, getting a little bit nervous about Schneider a spot in this team, which is why drink water is so important because I don't really have that many halfback 5.8s. Obviously left them to very, very late on draft day. If drink water hits, uh, I'm happy just to run with Ilias at halfback. So I'd have Ilias and drink water. I think I can get by with that. But yeah, Schneider, I think he spots in a bit of Barney Rubble. Uh, Nat Butcher only scored 17. Actually haven't had a close look at his stats. Uh, had a bit of a temper tantrum yesterday afternoon in that Roosters game because I'd completely fucked up my captaincies and my week was gone skis but just having a look at his stats from the weekend Nat Butchery did start in that game in the lock forward role uh, how many minutes did he play Nat Butcher only played 26 minutes which is very disappointing I don't know if there was an injury there or whatever but personally I look at this rooster side I think they're just too weak through the middle at the moment I, I really do think they might need to move Angus Crichton back into the middle and, and Nat Butcher back out to the edge but uh, that's easy for me to say because I'm a little bit biased there's no doubt about that but yeah um, a loss this weekend in Supercoach draft not ideal uh, game that we probably let's call it a spade a spade we should have won if it wasn't for Pappy being the last game of the week coming in the injury cloud, we would have won that game. But uh, that's the way it goes. Sometimes these things fall your way. Sometimes they go against you and other times. Uh, it's been pretty even this year as far as things falling my way and things not falling my way. So, uh, yeah, bit, bit of a square up. Last year I had a heap of things fall my way. So a couple of things going against me this year. But that's okay. I still know I've got a team uh, that can win this competition at the back end. It's just about getting to finals. And uh, just building this team slowly. Got little wins in cooler and in drink water. So as much as I did lose this weekend, a uh, heap of positives to take out of it. And Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I mean, 
We just our captain just got thirty one, a combined total of sixty one point sixty two points, um, and we are city. We're, we're we're second in the overall points scored by two points. So uh, if we would have had Pappy, we'd be in front by about a hundred or so of of second place, let alone the rest of the competition. Third highest point scorer uh, is sitting about 150 points behind me at the moment. So despite everything that's sort of gone against us the last few weeks and some poor captain decisions, I think twice we've captained guys that have scored under 40, which has been disappointing. Um, last two weeks we've gone Tago. He's, I think he's gone 51 and 31. So, uh, yeah, disappointing the last few weeks. But I have a look at my overall scored points and pretty happy with it. Uh, we obviously had Pappy as captain a few weeks ago when he got like 197, but that's who Pappy is. He showed that again last night, scoring 150-odd. So, yeah, I, I think from now on it'll just be a no-brainer no matter what's happening. Just Captain Pappy, dickhead. Uh, it's cost me a win there. So I'm second overall in points scored, but head-to-head, uh, I've dropped all the way to sixth, which is disappointing. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a kick in the dick. So hopefully, oh, I think actually when it recalibrates tomorrow, I'll actually be sitting in fourth place. Uh, so not a catastrophe, but uh, we're probably a better team than what we're showing on the ladder. And our matchups have just been very interesting. So building the team in the right direction, I'm going to have one or two spots to play around on the waiver wire, which is where I do my best work. And I'll be looking to take advantage of that over the next few weeks. Heading in the right direction, though, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, with a record of three and two in our last five games, a record of four and three overall. Two of those losses have been pretty unlucky. So one of those wins was lucky too, to be fair. Uh, but I feel like we're heading in the right direction. And definitely, as I said before, a team that I really do think can give my Supercoach draft competition a shake. I think it's becoming pretty clear between about three and four sides who I think are the favourites to win it, just pending injuries and whatnot, uh, and how it's shaping up. So exciting times. A few of those teams have already won premierships. A couple of them haven't. Uh, so it would be exciting to see... Uh, a new Premier emerge. I know a few of them will be listening to this. Uh, and yeah, it's really starting to get a bit of a divide in my comp between the top and the bottom teams. There might only be two wins separating them, or one win in some cases, but yeah, starting to get a real divide and starting to see what this bottom four's going to look like. Hopefully some of those guys can prove me wrong. Uh, but I think our, our top eight, as, as much as it's early in the season... I think it's becoming reasonably evident who's going to play finals footy this year. Moving in the right direction. Tough loss this week. Tough pill to swallow. It was my own mistakes. Uh, Got to be smarter than that. But uh, that's the beauty of Supercoach Draft. These decisions, they can win you games and they can also lose your games in complete and utter bed shits like I saw on the weekend. <laughs>